To slow the spread of coronavirus, non-essential workers are being told to work from home. But this shift can raise new security issues. As they bring sensitive information onto their personal computers, workers now find themselves responsible for their own and their company's cybersecurity. Lee Honeywell is the founder and CEO of Tall Poppy, an app that helps employees protect personal and business information. She says that as our work lives move increasingly online, we're likely to see even more cybersecurity threats like phishing scams and security breaches. I asked her which of these pose the greatest risk, what steps we can take to avoid them, and what a cyber footprint really is. None of this, none of the stuff that's happening is new. It's just an amplification of existing problems. People have more time on their hands. Some of the people who have more time on their hands are spent are not spending it doing good things. They're spending it bothering other people. One thing that we're seeing is because everybody's online so much more, there's more opportunities for miscreants to to bother people as they're going about their day-to-day lives because now more and more of their day-to-day lives are online. All of those things that you would have done in person with five or 10 people, you're doing in a Zoom call like, like we are right now. So what are risks we should be aware of now that more people are working from home? One of the biggest misconceptions about hacking is that there's these like nefarious computer geniuses that are manipulating computer systems in order to break into your computer or your online accounts. What they're usually doing is finding a password that you've used in a website that's had a security issue, and you've used that password in 15 or 20 or 100 different websites. And one of those websites, the password's been compromised. So if you used this like crap, same crappy password as you've had since 2007 on bobspetfood.com, I hope that doesn't actually exist, but poor Bob got his pet food site hacked an attacker might take that same password and use it to break into your Gmail account, to break into your Twitter account. And when we hear a lot of, of um, stories of people's accounts being broken into and they're like, I got hacked. And it's like, I mean, yeah, but what happened was that you used the same password everywhere, which like we're human. It's, it sucks to have to remember a zillion passwords. So what my like biggest cybersecurity recommendation to everyone is, is use a password manager. Um, in terms of these different types of risks, how are they being made worse because of this increase in working from home and people just being online more? Well, one of the big things, um, as there's been this massive shift to work from home, not every company is set up to have all their workers take their mach- their computers home, whether it's because they got big clunky desktops or they have policies and they haven't been sort of limber in adapting their policies to the new reality. Um, and so you hear stories of like, oh, this person is working from home, but she's working on her personal computer doing work stuff. And I think that's probably the biggest one that I would encourage folks to really encourage companies to, to not require employees to use their, their personal computers to do work things. What's a cyber footprint and why is that important? In terms of what our online footprint is, we think of it as being like, what do we personally post to social media, whether Twitter, Facebook or blog, that kind of thing, the stuff that sort of we control. But there's all of this stuff out there about us online. We have some amount of control over it, but we didn't necessarily like consent to post it in the first place because it's scraped from these various like credit reporting agencies and um, all of these 
data brokers that have information on on hundreds of millions of Americans. And uh, what this means is that there's all of these different websites that have your home address on them because they've purchased you know, giant databases of everybody's home address from um, what are called data brokers. That's super scary. Um, with so much more of us online, you know, all the time now, how much more concerned should we be about our cyber footprint and how can we protect ourselves? I haven't yet seen any sort of uptick in the kinds of attacks that people do with that information. Um, one of the, the worst kind of attacks, um, and it's sort of like a bummer to even explain that this exists, but there's a, a type of attack called swatting, which is where uh, somebody calls in a fake hostage or terrorist threat at a particular address and says, like, you know, I'm going to commit some sort of act of terrorism at this house. My name is Lee, who lives at XY address. Um, obviously, it's not actually me making the call, but the idea is to get the cops to show up and possibly like cause harm physically to the person who's at this address. Um, and unfortunately, this has resulted in at least one death in the US. And we can have a whole other conversation about the militarization of law enforcement that is definitely related. Um, but this is an unfortunate way that online harassment can have real world consequences. And that's that's like a much more severe version of the traditional, like you, you call a fake pizza order to somebody's house. Lee, thank you so much for speaking with us today. I'm definitely going to go and change all of my passwords right now. That makes me so happy to hear. Uh, stay safe out there.